This week's episode from the network comes from the DSR Daily Brief, our daily morning podcast that brings you the most important foreign policy and national security news stories from around the world in less than 10 minutes. We hope you enjoy. As always, if you have thoughts about our podcasts or how they could be improved, feel free to email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. It's September 30th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories today. By the time you hear this, Russian President Vladimir Putin has likely begun a ceremony to annex the Luhansk, Donetsk, Zaporizhia, and Kherson regions of Ukraine. The ceremony is set to take place at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Ukraine says its plans remain unchanged. The offensive to recapture all territory that is now in Russian hands continues. Officials in Ukraine say the annexation doesn't have any legitimacy and is Moscow's reaction to recent defeats on the battlefield. U.S. President Joe Biden says the U.S., I want to be very clear about this, will never, never, never recognize Russia's claims on Ukraine sovereign territory. Inflation in the 19-member Eurozone reached 10% in September, the highest it has ever been in the history of the common European currency, according to the latest flash estimate from Eurostat, the EU statistics agency. This is up from 9.1% seen in August. Just one year ago, Inflation was down to 3.2%. The price of energy has risen 40.8% when compared to last year's figure, while food, alcohol, and tobacco have risen to 11.8%, up from the 10.6% recorded in August. In my opinion, this is really, really bad if you're a supporter of Ukraine. I feel like I say this every few days. But inflation in Europe is caused in significant part by the war. But in order to get to a Ukrainian victory, Europeans must continue to stand in solidarity with Ukraine and not let up on sanctions of Russia. However, if inflation stays at higher rates for too long, governments can topple, see Italy, and even solid governments will falter. So there needs to be significant work done, not just by central banks, to rein in inflation and its impacts on populations in Europe. Voters will head to the polls in Bosnia and Herzegovina on Sunday to take part in what experts say are the most important elections in the country's history since the war. The signing of the Dayton Peace Agreement in December 1995 ended the war in the country, but it also created the world's most complicated governing system, divided along ethnic lines. On Sunday, about 3.36 million Bosnians will be choosing their three presidents as well as politicians for the parliament's lower house and regional leaders and assemblies. Candidates for the presidency include a Serb successionist Putin supporter, 
a Croat nationalist who has glorified and honored convicted Croat war criminals, and a politician who used Bosniak detainees from Croat concentration camps as slave labor. I honestly can't do the complex system of government and terrifying slate of candidates justice here, so please read more about it in Al Jazeera. Elsewhere, Thai Prime Minister Prayat Chanocha will remain in his post after the country's top court ruled on Friday that he has not exceeded the eight-year term limit. The Constitutional Court ruled that his term started in 2017 after the current Constitution replaced the post-coup provisional charter. The former junta chief had been suspended from premier duties since August 24th while the court deliberated the matter. Mr. Pryat became prime minister in August 2014 after staging a coup and toppling the Fu Thai-led government in May that year. Fu Thai argues that his tenure must include this period and that based on this calculation, Mr. Pryat's eight-year term ended in August 2022. The court's verdict means that Mr. Pryat will be able to see Thailand through the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in mid-November and stay on until 2025 if he is re-elected as premier following national polls that must be called by early 2023. Lebanon's parliament failed to elect a new president after a first round of voting Thursday amid deep divisions over a replacement for Michelle Allen, whose term expires next month. A majority of lawmakers cast blank ballots, suggesting the election process is likely to drag on, an outcome Lebanon can ill afford as it wrestles with a crippling financial crisis. Christian politician Michel Mouad, the son of former President René Mouad, emerged as the frontrunner, but his 36 votes fell well short of the 86 needed to win in the first round. Under Lebanon's long-standing congressional power-sharing system, the presidency is reserved for a Maronite Christian. About 20 members of a Jewish sect held at a facility in Mexico after a police raid on their jungle base have fled. Footage showed men, women, and children streaming out of the site on Wednesday night. They had been there since the raid last Friday, when two members were arrested on suspicion of human trafficking and serious sexual offenses. The sect, Lev Tahor, is known for extremist practices and imposing a strict regime on its followers. It advocates child marriage, inflicts harsh punishments even for minor transgressions, and requires women and girls as young as three years old to completely cover up with robes. The German government will take on 200 billion euros in fresh debt to implement a gas price cap aimed at shielding consumers and companies from high energy costs, Chancellor Olaf Scholz announced yesterday. The announcement followed days of negotiations between the Social Democratic Chancellor, Economic Minister from the Greens, and Finance Minister from the Liberal Free Democrats on how to respond to what the finance minister described as an energy war launched by Russia. Under the proposed scheme, the state will set a limit for gas prices and pay the difference between the cap and what gas importers pay on the world market. In lighter news, security cameras at a toy store in Brazil 
were recording when a stray dog wandered into the business and attempted to steal a teddy bear. The footage, recorded by cameras at a toy store in Sao Paulo, shows two dogs approach the front door of the store and one of the canines goes inside. The dog grabs a stuffed sheep in its mouth and attempts to leave the store, but the toy gets stuck in the doorway and the canine leaves it behind. The sheepless dogs fled the scene. You can watch the security footage yourself by clicking the link in the show notes. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with Syed Golkar, a non-resident senior fellow at the Chicago Council on Global Affairs for Iran Policy. If you're a member, head over to the Slack to share your questions with us. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>